My brothers and sisters in the Lord, about 80 years ago, there was a gentleman by the name of Jed Harris. And Jed Harris was a very famous producer of plays at the time. And during the course of his career, one of the most famous plays that he ever produced was from Our Town, which many of us are familiar with. And so during the course of his production of this play, of course, as a producer, so many different things are going on, so many elements are moving, you have actors, you have all the things that have to take place in order to put on a good play. And so he noticed that as time was going on, he was not able to hear what people were saying as he was having a conversation with them. They could be standing right next to, the, next to him, and Mr. Harris couldn't hear a word that they said. And so he figured that this was not going to be very good for his career or for the work that he had to do, so he went to visit his doctor, the audiologist. And so the audiologist examined Mr. Harris's ear, and he thought for a moment, and he pulled out his gold pocket watch. And the doctor took the gold pocket watch and he put it up to Mr. Harris's ear and he said to him, do you hear the ticking of the watch? And Mr. Harris said, of course, it's very audible. And the doctor said, okay. So he walked the pocket watch to the entrance to the examination room at the doorway and he held it up and he said, do you hear the ticking of the watch? And once again, Mr. Harris said, yes, I can hear it. It's very audible. So he went outside the examine room and a little down the hallway and he held the watch up again. He said, Mr. Harris, do you hear the ticking of the watch? And he said, doctor, I hear it. It's a miracle. And the doctor said, it is no miracle, Mr. Harris. It is a very common phenomenon that very successful people often fall into. And the phenomenon is this, sir. There is nothing wrong with your hearing. You have just stopped listening. And that is true, my brothers and sisters. As we gather around the altar of our God, maybe there is someone that we know that does not truly hear. Maybe it's the person sitting next to you. Maybe it's you yourself. We have our wonderful first reading taken from the book of Samuel. Now, to give you a little background to this reading, we have to remember that there was a woman in the Old Testament by the name of Hannah. And Hannah was a very holy woman, but Hannah was barren. And she prayed to the Lord in order to bear a son. And she made a promise. She said to the Lord that if I would bear a son, I would give him in service to you. And so as time went on, Hannah became pregnant, and she bore a son. And she named that son Samuel. And the word Samuel means God has heard. God has heard. God heard Hannah's prayers. And Hannah, being faithful to her promise, after Samuel was weaned, she gave him in service to the Lord in the temple. And he was placed under a very elderly priest by the name of Elon. And that's where we pick up in our first reading today. 
this encounter between the Lord, Samuel, and Eli. And of course, my brothers and sisters, probably Samuel is around 11 years old here. And he's sleeping in the temple. And the Lord calls out to Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel thinks it's Eli. So he gets up and he goes over to Eli. And he says, here I am, you called me. And Eli said, I didn't call you. Go back to sleep. A second time it happens again. The Lord calls to Samuel. Samuel doesn't realize it's the Lord. He goes over to Eli. Here I am. And Eli says, I did not call you. Go back to sleep. Now, you can tell from this passage, Eli is a very patient man. Because I probably would have said, boy, I didn't call you, go back to sleep. But Eli is recognizing something's going on. And it's interesting what scripture says. It says, at that time, Samuel was not familiar with the Lord. Because the Lord had not revealed anything to him as of yet. He didn't have that familiarity of being able to listen to the Lord. Third time it happens. The third time Samuel goes to Eli, says, here I am, and Eli recognizes it is God who is called. And he says to Samuel, next time you are called, say, here I am, Lord, your servant is listening. And of course, by the fourth time, when the Lord comes and calls out to Samuel, Samuel gives those words. Here I am, Lord. Your servant is listening. Speak. Your servant is listening. My brothers and sisters, those words are a very profound prayer. Because all of us need to be very attuned to the voice of the Lord. All of us need to be very attuned to the voice of the Lord because in order for us to receive, in order for our hearts to be open, we have to be a people who are able to listen. We have to be able to listen, my brothers and sisters, so that we may be able to discern God's will, and so that we, my friends, may be able to go out and fulfill that will in our lives. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Do we truly listen to God? Is our heart open to the movement of the Spirit, because as we well know, my brothers and sisters, there's a difference between hearing and listening. Hearing is a physical process. It is a process of the body, and it happens automatically, and unless we have some physical deficiency, we are able to hear. But that, that is not true to, for listening. Listening takes concentration. Listening takes effort. Listening takes an openness. And as I often like to say, listening is also at times an act of charity. What do I mean by that? Well, you know the person who just goes on and on and on. Well, maybe my brothers and sisters, all that they're looking for is someone to listen to them. And oftentimes we become irritated and agitated and the act of charity is to be able to listen because we never know how God is going to move in that person's life or in our own. The sacredness, my friends, of having a listening heart. 
Because to have a listening heart, my brothers and sisters, means that we are open. I like how one author writes it. He says this, an open ear is one of the visible signs of an open heart. An open ear is one of the visible signs of an open heart. Do we have a heart that is open, my friends, to those who are around us, to our family members, our friends, our co-workers, whatever it may be, or whoever it may be? And do we have a listening ear and an open heart when God speaks to us? Because God speaks. The question is, are we listening? Move to the gospel today. John the Baptist. John the Baptist sees Jesus and he says those famous words, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. And what does the evangelist write? The two disciples heard what was said. And they followed Jesus. They heard what John the Baptist proclaimed, and they followed Jesus. Now what would have happened if these two disciples, my brothers and sisters, they were off in fairy tale land? They were daydreaming, they were doing their own thing, they kind of missed that behold the Lamb of God thing because there was other things on their mind. They didn't hear. They had to hear in order to follow Jesus. And look at the train or the line of blessings, because one of the individuals who heard John the Baptist was Andrew. Andrew's brother was Simon Peter. Andrew had to hear John the Baptist's proclamation so he could go to his brother Simon Peter and say, we have found the Messiah. And Peter would become the rock. The importance, my friends, of a listening heart. Do we have one? I have a friend of mine who works in Washington, D.C. He and his wife live there. And we were speaking one day, and he was telling me about something that he often does. He said that one day, he had met a man at work that had just gone through the RCIA program. He just became captain. And this other individual's name was Bob. And my friend was speaking to Bob, and he said to him, as they were speaking about different things about the church, what the church believes, and all sorts of things in this conversation one day. And my friend said, finally I asked him, Bob, how do you pray? And Bob just kind of looked at him and said, well, you know, that prayer thing is really hard. I'm not quite sure exactly how to pray, what to pray for. I don't know if I really get anything out of it. It's really difficult. So my friend, whose name is Doug, said to Bob, well, this is what I want you to do. For the next six months, I want you to choose one thing to pray about. And I want you to listen because God is going to speak to you. I want you to do that for six months. And if God doesn't speak to you and work something, in six months, I'm going to give you $500. Now, I said to my friend Doug, I'm not sure if that's how Christ wants us to evangelize, but... And he said to me, it works, Father. I said, okay, it works. Continue with your story. So, Bob took the agreement. He took the deal. He works in D.C., and so he comes across many people. And so, just to make a long story short, he decided that for the next six months, he was going to pray for Kenya. That was going to be his prayer. He's going to pray for Kenya. First month, he prayed nothing. 
Second month, nothing. Third, fourth, fifth month begins nothing. Right at the end of that fifth month, almost to the beginning of the six-month period, he's at a dinner party. And there's a woman sitting next to him. And the woman, and he begin to speak, and as Bob speaks to this woman, he asks, well, what do you do? And she says to him, I run an orphanage in Kenya. And so the conversation continues, and for the next hour they speak about this orphanage in Kenya. And Bob tells the story that he was thinking in his mind, he saw that wad of $500 bills sprouting wings and just flying away. <laughs> because eventually, Bob would actually go and visit Kenya, he would visit the orphanage, and he would help this woman to raise money to build an entirely new wing for the children. You see, my friends, when we are open to God's word and to God's will, when we have a listening heart, great things happen, miracles happen, things happen that we could never imagine. But we have to listen so that we can receive and so that we can then go forth to proclaim the good news. My brothers and sisters, do you and I have a listening heart? Do we understand the sacredness of having that listening heart? And are we able to pray, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening.